hosting the Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. About technology. Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is episode 238.4 live from CES. My name's Trevor Long from EFTM.com.au and joining me here in the uh, studio <laughs> is the Tech Guide slash EFTM yeah, studio yeah, yeah. is Stephen Frenick from TechGuide.com.au. Stephen, it is day three, three of the show. Yes. Day six, kind of really for us. Of the trip, yep. Um... I'm not exhausted. Well, it feels at like all. day forty-seven. Yeah, <laughs> I've said that a couple of times. I've got to be honest. It's 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 dragging on. I'll be honest, but interestingly, I haven't really seen much of the show, so I'm actually going to have a walk around tomorrow. I don't know. Yep. We'll see what happens. But lots to talk about. Um, lots of things to go on. We uh, are doing it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. And in fact, the first thing we're going to talk about: Netgear. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. So I went and saw uh, Brad, Heidi, David, Patrick, and the team at Netgear yesterday. You went there today. Yep. Um, st- they, they, they've got a very standard approach to, to CES. Um, they don't come to the show floor because really they know who they're uh, exhibiting to. They know who yep. their audience is. It's your telcos. It's your retailers. So they just invite them. They bring them along to a different location. We got to go there, have a look. Um, you know, routers and routers and modems. It's it's pretty much par for course, but. Um, I just want to jump straight to Arlo, and we'll come back yes. and talk about the Nighthawk Range Extender and thing. But really, which, Arlo... Which has, we saw for the first time a year ago. Huh? Really, didn't <laughs> No, we? but the Nighthawk plug-in range yeah. extender. Uh, that's the first time we've seen that. Yeah. They've had a Nighthawk stand-up range extender. That's mm-hmm. old. Yep. But plug-in to the wall, that's yep. that's new with the Nighthawk technology in it. So the Arlo thing, you know, Arlo's been a huge success. Uh, Patrick Lowe um, said to me they've got over 250,000 customers around the world. Um, they just the vibe I get you know he wouldn't talk about its percentage of the business and all that kind of stuff but the vibe I got was he told me they were number one in North America Europe and Australia oh yeah but in terms of Netgear is it you know wireless versus Arlo and all that kind of stuff yeah so there Arlo is in one year the number one home IP camera solution it's a hit it's a massive hit. Yep. Now, what's interesting to me is, you know, they've done that on the back of a, an old product. ViewZone was what they bought. And Patrick said, you know, it, it had two good things and four bad. <laughs> they kept the two good and they got rid of the four <laughs> bad. Now, they've introduced Arlo Q. Now, this will come to Australia very soon. A great little product. Not, It doesn't really wear the Arlo badge in the sense that, you know, we've talked about Arlo through the advertising here on Two Bikes Talking Tech. Um, you know, 100% wire-free and all that kind of stuff. It's it's a little bit different. It is uh, it is wireless, but it requires power. Yeah. So it needs needs wired well, power via re- a micro reason, USB. Reason for that, they were saying is, that the Arlo, 70% of them are used outdoors. So they wanted to. They, they thought, right, okay, well, if that's that's got outdoors covered, that's why the Q. They thought, well, let's let's make a powered one for inside. Well, the 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 other big reason is because um, that what they've introduced with the Arlo Q is a couple of features. So it's full 1080p recording. Yeah. It's uh, two way audio, so you're now recording audio as well as being able to speak back to it. So <laughs> if Jackson goes into my God office, them. Jackson goes into my office, <laughs> I get an alert, I watch the video, I see him there, I press talk, and I say, hey, 
what are you doing, buddy? It's not iPod time yet. And he goes running away. Voice, voice of God. But even more importantly, if you sign up for an extra plan, nine ninety five a month, uh, for 14 days worth of recording, you get continuous recording mm. for 14 days. So that means that it's continuously recording. That's why it needs power. Yep. Because if the, ba- if the battery was battery running for two, one week, it'd be, it'd be gone. I like, I like the app, the, how they, the, that, the, the thing you were saying, the continuous recording. The app's been redesigned too. And yeah. how you can go back in time and specify the time you want to look at, say a day, 24 hours yeah. ago, two days ago, and it pa- plays it straight really quickly. It's really and look, cool. I, um, I'll be honest, um, there's a couple of things I've suggested over time about, about the Arlo to be improved, because I use it quite extensively at home, but it's, um, it's, it's one system, you can't really separate your cameras out, it's very, very big complex. So having the continuous recording at my front door, exactly what I need, because if a courier walks to my front door quick enough, goes in, knocks and just drops a parcel or runs... I may miss it because the sensor picks up the motion, kind of fires up the camera, and then records. There's about five seconds where you miss, right? So the continuous recording means you never miss that. Now, the other cool thing about that, the improvements they've made to Arlo, and this just shows the the work that goes on in the background, right? Firstly, if you've got a Nighthawk X8, the the new router, it's got all the Arlo smarts built into it, so you don't need the base station. So you could buy that router and just buy an Arlo, one of the wire-free cameras... And it just works. Yeah, it's just Plus a, the, is it just a firmware update, though, for the yeah, 7800? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a fu- firmware update. Yeah, you're right. And you don't need the base station, do you? That's right. Smart. And for the Arlo Q, this is, no this is outrageous. Yeah. You pay, I think it's going to be three forty nine. You go to, um, you go, let's say you're a retailer. You go to, go to, um, you've got a little corner store. Go to JB Hi-Fi. You buy the one Arlo Q for three fifty nine. You screw it up on the wall. You plug it into a micro USB for power. Then you open the app. You put in a username and password. You sign up for 9 bucks a month to the plan. Done. It just needs wireless. Mm-hmm. That's all it needs just is needs an internet Wi-Fi. connection. So all, like, with, with, good with, product. With the improvement with the uh, now the the Nighthawk the R seventy eight hundred now piggybacking the system like replacing the base station. The benefit of that is that they're going to get better range as well. Mm. The range of the cameras because I think you know being wire free, I think people push the envelope a little yeah. bit trying to get them out as far as they can. Yeah. Now with that feature, it, it now coming off the Nighthawk. With the, you're going to get even further range with your ca- wireless cameras. Yeah, that's yeah. right. No, look, I think um, I think great app updates. I think great. They've got all skins and, and great little skins. Yeah, I, the, I like the, the skin. Well. They've got a skin, did a camouflage did, skin. Did Brad was that's Brad cool. there when you saw that? Because yes, he, he probably was, went. Yes. Trevor was. You, you blokes are ridiculous. Yeah, no. Because he was I like, he that's thought, a good idea. He thought that's not that amazing. Like it's good, but he was yeah. like, why are you so interested in that? As I thought he probably thought yeah. it was a bit weird that you said the I same said, thing. I said no, good idea. No, I quite enjoyed that. No, great updates to the Arlo cameras. I'll go to the trouble in, in the next month of, of getting one and, and, and fully reviewing it. But, mate, good stuff, and, and we'll, we'll update the, the Arlo stuff on the websites. But in terms of networking, what, what were your thoughts? I mean, I didn't, I didn't feel there was this huge leap forward, but that, that X8 well, is, X8. is a new product. It's coming. It's, it's been launched in the States, um, so it's coming to, to Australia very quickly. Yeah. Plus the, the 5,300 gigabits per second. Yeah, that's it's, which uh, is, and, and it's got the active antennas. Did you see the active? Remember with I the little that, blue lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. But here's the thing. Remember yesterday you said how fast was it? And I said I couldn't remember. So fifty three hundred. Remember the D Link Links. The Linksys one is um is fifty four hundred. No, the Linksys one's fifty. The link, that's what I said. The Linksys one. Said I said D Link Linksys. D Link and Linksys have got nothing to do with each I corrected other. myself immediately. Okay, good, good. Well, let's go back to the tape. <laughs> uh, it was fifty four hundred. Remember, I said that the bloke there yeah, said how, for how long? For five minutes. And you can see here, they just come out with another one in three yeah, weeks. Was you know fifty six hundred. In the end, and with no disrespect to all of the companies, yeah. the, the people that would notice the big difference between 52, 53, 54, or frankly, 34 and 54, it's a pretty extreme use case. Yeah, Absolutely. So the actually, the X8, in my mind, without having reviewed the Linksys and the X8, 
The X8 most likely a better performer because of those antennas, yep. the active antennas. Uh, that that probably going to give it the edge, despite the fact that it has a, a notional speed improvement, don't you think? Absolutely, and I think the uh, one one other. Well, I spoke to Patrick and to David uh, in my little interviews that'll be heard on Tech Guide podcast, but they were saying that people are now willing to spend the money. Like these aren't cheap; they're like no, five hundred bucks. That's right. But, they, but customers are happily paying the money to know, knowing they're going to get great Wi-Fi coverage, yeah. good speeds on the networks. Because you th- look at the show; what it's all about. Everything's Smart home connected. automation, yep. streaming, 4K, all of that. And you know what? The, they're rubbing their hands together thinking, hey, that's that's playing in our wheelhouse. Yep. Right in our wheelhouse. And that's why Netgear and all these companies are making so much so much noise with their with their products. And, uh, yeah, Netgear amongst them. Very nice stuff. Uh, you can check it all out as we review them over the time ahead at eftm.com.au and techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen I did. Uh, I moseyed along to the GoPro stand, which uh, I noticed this year was uh, more in the centre of the the central hall. It, mm. w- it was just on the edge of the central hall. You know, the passageway between the south hall and the central hall. Yep. It was back there last year. Uh, this time out, they had a massive stand, uh, and I, w- I was talking to one of their guys on, on the stand. Rick uh, was saying that. Years ago, when they first started displaying at trade shows, because you know the story of GoPro with the guy trying to film himself surfing, and all that, in, in Australia, by the way, yep. he tried to do that. Yep. And they were saying that they used to build their their booths with old uh, IKEA furniture. <laughs> they used to bring their own IKEA furniture and make up a booth. Oh, right. How times have changed. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. they uh, not too many new products. The, the one that w- I was hoping to see and talk about was the new GoPro Karma, which is the name of the drone. And so when you asked them, where was it? They, well, it wasn't there. It's just been a, a, an announcement that it's coming. Isn't this that ridiculous? is ridiculous. Well, I, I not think even not even and not even in a glass case in the middle no, of the joint. Not at all. No, I, th- I suspect that they probably fell behind production. They, they said it's going to still come out this year, but I suspect that they just. But how really do you were announce a product at CES and not even well, have see Parrot that 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 uh, what's it called disco, disco is yeah. is a prototype. It's not even a product. Yeah. They hope to make it make it to market. I don't. But know. they had it here. They showed it. How does GoPro, a company the size of GoPro, who is working on and announcing a product, not just put it in a big glass case in the middle of the booth? It doesn't I, make any sense I to me. I expressed my disappointment. Did Trevor, you, on behalf effect. of both the blokes? I did. I said my 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 co-host in uh, two blokes will we did absolutely disgusting. Filthy. But anyway, uh, he was saying to me though that look, there's not a lot of info on it. Uh, they did acquire though a company. That uh, a, a collision avoidance company. Well, see, that's that's so, where drones get different if they do that kind of thing. Yeah. So this, this uh, he said, if he kind of gave me a little sort of look, you know, if you do a little bit of digging, we we bought out of this certain company. Uh, so uh, I will be doing some investigating. Scoop, but folks. The uh, but the the only other new product on the stand was their 360 camera rig. Now we all VRs everywhere here and shooting 360 video yeah. again. Uh, he was also saying that they do plan to to release a standalone 360-degree camera. So they're going to have a GoPro 360-degree, whatever that's going to be called, as opposed as to the one camera, thing. right? Yeah. So rather than having the the rig, which is going to be, uh, which is has six, it's a, it's called... You've got to buy six GoPros. Six GoPros, and it fits in this housing. Who's buying sits, six GoPros when you can go well, and buy a 360 flyer or an well, Ariel or whatever the heck they're called? That I don't know. The, we're going to talk it, about it was, another one it later was on. Cool. It was cool. Yes, we are. So, so, do you see here the the theme? What what I'm hearing from you, having you spent time at the, I just walked through the GoPro booth. Yeah. Is here's a company that's 
world-renowned for its product mm. that has completely missed the boat on the drone, yeah. completely missed the boat on 360. I agree. I think that they, they that there have been there have been rigs that they've they've used for three six. Yeah, to but do in a terms of getting con- three sixty oh, consumers, no, no, hands. they've 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 run it. They've run late. You I know what's in their favour? The There's one thing that will save them: the power of their brand. Correct. Yes, uh, I know that. You P- read my the, mind. The <laughs> the, uh, the stand was pretty full. Actually, it was pretty cool. But this this uh, spherical this 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 rig. Takes the six um, GoPros and it, it all. They, you know how there's that little um, that little connector on the back of each one. So it takes the video and then it has some software to stitch it all together out out of the cameras. And then you hold it on the end of a selfie stick. Yeah. And whatever you're doing, uh, you're filming in 360 degrees. And and I actually had a chance to view it. They they had a Samsung V uh, a Samsung Gear VR. Yeah. With some footage and it was absolutely breathtaking. It was in the surf. You, you, you're in the middle of a tube riding the wave. It was incredible how how well it was all put together. But um, that is coming, as is the standalone uh, camera, the 360-degree camera. But one other little... And you know how big a movie fan I am, Trev? Really? The recent film, oh, you The get a Martian. Yeah, exactly. You can the get, ma- like, seats that are just like the cinemas. <laughs> I know. You can get yeah. shelves all behind you with, like, all your Blu-rays. Hey, you've read my mind back again. 4K... Projector, absolutely, 150 inches. That's it, mate. Jesus, give it all away, what are you? <laughs> anyway, The Martian, recent film starring Matt Damon, right? Had I, in the I film, failed to watch it on okay, the plane. I've seen it. I've seen it a couple of times, and it has in the movie unashamedly GoPros everywhere. He's using GoPros. Right, like placement. Yeah. Well, the, apparently, this is a little bit of trivia for you. Ridley Scott, the director, came to GoPro and said, look, I want this to be not too futuristic, but people, I want people to identify products that they know in it. And GoPro happened to be one of them. It was only going to be a prop on his suit, which is actually on display on the stand, the GoPro stand. But they ended up using the footage from all the placed GoPro cameras because the quality was so good. So it became the film in that the you watch in the movie is filmed on GoPros. It's GoPro video inserted like into the what film. What percentage of the film is GoPro? Because well, a decent percentage because there is a lot of uh, him talking into a video diary. Oh, yeah, so there's okay. quite so, a bit. But it would happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, and I asked him. I said, "Mate, so how much money changed hands?" He goes, "Mate, all we gave him were cameras. They paid for nothing. All they gave him were GoPro cameras." I bet that he can get them back. Well, I'd say uh, you're welcome <laughs> to keep them. It looks like it looks like being you've been nominated for awards and Matt Damon. They're talking Oscar nominations and everything. So yeah, right. there's there you go. GoPro tour at at oh. CES. Great, great stand, great products, but there is a little yeah, question they, mark they over that to, organization. Uh, in my get view. their act together. Yeah, you're listening yep. to Two Blokes Talking Tech. So we talk about. 360, we talked about drones, in fact, also. So we didn't actually talk about this earlier in the week. The the floor space here, I think, and you've been here many more years than than I, but I think over the years they've they've tried to compartmentalise the space more and more and more and more. And I saw that, in fact, when I went to Venetian today. It's even, you know, there's health here, there's medical. It's like it's Mm -hmm. amazingly trying to structure it, which actually should theoretically make it easier for... Like, if you're a reporter who just did wearables, boom, easy, done, right? If you're a reporter who does interested in virtual reality or drones, they actually set aside space on I'm, the stand. I'm just trying to look for the name they gave it. Yeah, the signs they hang up. Yeah, it up. said virtual reality, augmented reality, and, and unmanned aerial vehicles. Unmanned systems. Unmanned systems, yeah. yeah. Which means drones. That's correct. <laughs> so they set aside... I call it drone alley, I like to call it. It's VR just one alley. big, long area of drones. Running parallel to VR alley. All you can see were all the nets 
yeah. for all for all the drone Which is manufacturers. Such a stupid way to demonstrate a drone. <laughs> well, I think occupational um, health and I know, safety. No, might but have I, stepped no, in what there. I mean is, I know you can fly up and down. Well done, congratulations. <laughs> You've just proven you can fly well, a drone up, up well, and down. Well, I tell you what, and uh, the the parrot stand, which we spoke <laughs> about, put there, the disco on a string. The disco on a string, but that. that well, well, what else could they do? Mate, but, you can go to an airport <laughs> shop and get a Boeing seven four seven little yeah, toy. Yeah, I that did that, that as a kid actually with a toy plane. But now, what they had with theirs, mate, it was I, I, one of the best things I've ever seen at CES was their. They had AR drones in their blocked off little demo area. And they had them, the curtain opens, and eight AR drones came out, formed a circle, then went to either side. It was a synchronized AR drone flight. A ballet. It was a drone absolutely ballet. brilliant. And they were coming to the center, flipping and going back to the edges again. It was like a dance of parrot AR drones. As I said, one of the best things I've ever seen at CS. It That's was a brilliant. Massive call. Really, really cool. There were so many people, every time they did it, Packed the stand to watch it, and that that indication that they set aside that floor space, and we're able to fill it very easily, I'm oh. sure. And you know, next um, year, twice as much it'll be for sure, especially the VR one. Like the VR one will grow. Yeah. See, last year I remember. Um, in fact, I remember last year walking around in the dark the night before trying to find what was going to be big, <laughs> right? And I remember. In fact, I remember the Today Show wanted wanted me. They wanted me to do 3D printers, and I went seriously. That was That's so last, last year. year. Yeah. Um, and so I said, "What about drones?" And so I had to find the bloody things. And as soon as I found one, I did find three or four, but yeah. I didn't find them all. Whereas well, this year, yeah. boom, all in the one spot. DJI. So we're talking South Hall, bottom floor. So DJI had a decent presence, and they had a presence in the, in central, the central Hall. Remember I told you that? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And uh, so then they had. Uh, there was another company, a lot of Chinese companies with their own brand. Yeah. But but you know what? Some surprising, like really high quality drones as well. There was one from a company I think it was A Triple E had one drone that was like had a wingspan of about one and a half meters. I took a photo next to it just to give it scale. It's massive. You're and small. It's, it's built. It's built to take. For, I think for deliveries, like it can take up to ten kilos of, of ah, uh, 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 on board. Yeah, that's right. So, there I saw that, and also the um, what was the, uh, the the company E Hang? Was it E Hang? Um, that's the company that had the uh, the was like a you could sit in this uh, in this oh, right, drone. Yeah, yeah. It was more like a helicopter. Than so anything. this has got a bit of publicity, right? And and there's a bit of Twitter feed where people are saying, yeah, no, that's a helicopter. And totally it is. The concept here is it's a drone that you can sit in, so someone else flies it, etc., etc. But I think the point is missed by people who are not looking at that holistically to say, radio. what this is, is a vehicle that uses drone technology, so the, the, the quadcopter or eightcopter in this sense, because yep. there's actually two levels of it, but the things like the GPS, the positioning, the control, for example. So if you want to learn to fly a helicopter, it's bloody hard. Yeah. Like it's actually... There's it's no a, autopilot, is there? You've a, got to fly the it's, thing. It's a very difficult thing to do. You know this, do you? Um, no. Oh, yeah, I've been in a <laughs> helicopter at the front and I've seen them do it. It's bloody hard. It looks hard, eh? All they're doing is just pulling on a joystick. Not as hard as a blimp, mate. You, see, you should see the bloke flying a blimp. He's got a wheel. Yeah, like is a that right? It's unbelievable. Anyway. Okay. Um, the guy on Skippy made it look really easy, mate. Totally. This thing here, you know what I reckon? I reckon yeah. these people should angle towards being the new low-cost helicopter. So, you know, the little yeah. Robertson R32s or whatever they are yeah. that run around. They should be the new one of these okay. because this thing could be easily built, easily designed, easily flown with a control surface inside it, not, not as a drone. Here's my question, though, right? Uh-huh. This is, it says here, on, I've got the brochure in my hand, right? Yeah. This is the thing that can seat a person. Yes. It says autonomous aerial vehicle. Yes. Now, is this going to be, you know, we're talking self-driving cars and autonomous vehicles. Is this going to be the aerial version of Why that? not? Why not? So it's going to have to be where rather than placing this in the control of the person inside mm. completely, 
which let's make the machine, the the, the system use GPS and all these precision uh, instruments to get them where they want to go. So I'm saying they've got two two routes they can take, and they could take them both. Yeah. They could deliver this autonomous vehicle, yep. and they could deliver a new commercial application for themselves, which is a cheaper, more more reliable, perhaps easier to fly helicopter. I hope they've got collision avoidance technology like the GoPro. Well, this is where GoPro is probably going to save themselves as well if they've bought that technology. So, yeah, but that was that's remarkable. The size of it that was that was very popular uh, drone to look at, and as I said, so many other brands. Uh, there was I think Typhoon. There was all these others, and, and they were kind of obviously. Uh, there's only so many ways. It's like a car. They're well, they all need the same number of wheels, yeah. and, and <laughs> there's only so many designs you can have for a drone. Right, there was yeah. four rotors and six rotors, and there was one. I think the Typhoon had the, a color code so that just as soon as you look at it, you know what the front is, where the back is, and where yep. the left and right is, which mm. was pretty good. Um, and also had the retractable landing gear so you can film very well. Because you've got to remember that these are these are photography tools. It's a, it's a camera in yes. the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other applications we I mentioned earlier is possible for delivery. Yeah, how, how you know you heard Amazon talking about using well, mate, drones. Well, Ford announced that they were partnering with DJI, which is really just publicity stunt, but it's a, it's a good idea if it comes off to get people to find a way to innovate that, that they use an F one fifty truck and a DJI drone so that they can be quickly deployed into say disaster areas, um, mm. uh, and then you know fly over and see the damage and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So you know that's a really good application well, for the, a drone. Another application back back in our in our country in Australia, they're they're using the lifesavers using drones to spot sharks and things like that. Yeah, yeah there is there is even uh, South's have bought a drone. South Sydney, mighty South Sydney Rabbitohs have bought a DJI drone to video training as well. To like from from above the training session. Yeah, they're they're shooting videos of the training session for the coaches to to check out. So so many applications we're going to see and continue to see moving forward. Uh, and the drone section at CES is only going to get bigger. Drone Alley. Drone Alley. Right here at CES. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. And you can check out the Arlo range of smart security system cameras at uh, netgear.com.au or arlo.com slash au. Stay connected to what matters. Arlo keeps track of the people and places you care about most in brilliant HD. Provides live viewing from your smartphone and sends notification alerts straight to you when motion is detected. Place Arlo cameras in hard-to-reach places, indoors, outdoors, and watch over your home from anywhere. 100% wire-free, so no cords, no PowerPoints, no limits. Weatherproof, so you can put them outside. They can be in the rain. There's no drama there. They've got night vision, so it all works in the night. You've got every angle covered. Search arlo.com slash au for more details. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. I was uh, had a good look around the South Hall today. And South Hall is where you're going to find, apart from the drones, there's, there's so many other little pockets of products uh, that are grouped together. And you do come across some very interesting devices. And this is one that I came across. is called the DX01. Now, it is a connected camera. Now, on its own, uh, it's got 20 megapixel sensor. Uh, it's got a, a companion iOS app as well. But it, it is designed with a lightning connector, so it connects to an iPhone, any iPhone with lightning, so iPhone 5 and above. And you can then use the phone as the viewfinder, but the device itself, which is hanging off the side of the phone and connected by lightning, is then this connected high-quality camera. 
Now, there's, they've got their own app as well, so it gives you plenty of other features, uh, other modes for the camera, uh, and it's got it's also its own memory card slot. So rather than using, oh, right. rather than so using the recording, so the viewfinder is the phone. The camera is the device, and it's yeah. recording onto the device instead of wasting your phones. That's right. Well, you can choose to, if you want to record, say, JPEGs to the phone memory, you might want to shoot raw, um, 20 megapixel raw images to the memory card, shoot video to the memory card, so that you can you can choose. And then if you want to share, you can obviously use the iPhone's connectivity to share it as well. But if you want to record higher quality than the iPhone and have these other features, shooting raw, for example, you can't do that on an iPhone, but with this device you can. Right. This can also shoot on its own. So if you don't have an iPhone, you just use it. You can just you use just it as use like it a as GoPro. Little, yeah, it's a like button on, its on own. the side. That's right. So this you can shoot video and auto. It's it's got a rechargeable battery on it oh, right. as well. Yeah. So it, it's pretty small. Like it's it's about it's about the size. I'm holding up my mouse here, my laptop mouse. It's just slightly smaller than that. Yeah. Right. And just fits on the end of uh, of the of your iPhone. Yep. So it becomes the uh, the viewfinder and of course course the 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 phone can swivel around yeah, so yeah. you can if you're shooting up, use it you, up at high. a difficult angle you can also use that as well so uh, that's out already it's it's 500 US dollars and and coming to Australia soon so if anyone's interested in taking better video and better photos with their iPhones that is the product to do it the DXO1 uh, no doubt it'll be on techguide.com.au two blokes talking tech you're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick <sighs> You're laughing because you've I seen am. the name of the next one. Yeah. It's called Wonder Wolf. Wonder, Wonder Wolf. 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 Okay. Puppy dogs. Yep. So for Ziggy and Zaggy, Absolutely. I have found you a small bow tie. Isn't it yeah. beautiful? Oh. A little bow tie for Ziggy and Zaggy. Yeah, now, the good news is you put the bow tie on their collar. They look amazing. Uh, but it's also tracking them, their fitness, their health. <laughs> so this is a Fitbit for That's dogs. It's very important, you know. It's a very important yeah. thing, but you can now see it on the app. Now, there's a couple of other things that are about this that you need to know. This is basically... Tinder via your dog. Okay. <laughs> really? So because your your dog is, you know, connected and the other people at the park might be connected with their dog as well. <laughs> you might be single, you might find another single person with a dog, your dogs might get together there. It's beautiful. It's yeah. bringing people together. And the next version, this is out now, it just came out a couple of months ago. The next version will have GPS uh, tracking as well. That's very smart. I think uh, one worst, Simple worst, nightmare, worst nightmare for an owner is not knowing where your dog is. Yeah. So that, that's one problem solved there. The other thing too is that the, the fitness tracking, a lot of people laugh here, well, why, why do you need to know how many steps your dog takes and stuff like that? But you know what? You can monitor a dog's health through their behavior. Like a dog yeah, can't yeah. tell you, look, I've got a sore tummy. Yeah. A dog can't talk. But if your dog normally does 5,000 whatever. Absolutely. If it's um, active and it's suddenly quiet, you, you can kind of tell. But the, the, here it's, you can see the Which stats. is fine if you're, around, you if you're around with your dogs every day, you might notice yeah. that. But if you're at work every day and you come home and you don't know whether your dog's been mucking around or just sitting around. Very good point. Big difference. Although uh, uh, I don't know about the colors here. But are they the no, only there colors? is a black one. There is a black okay, one. Okay. It would yeah, look, mate, it would, the black one would black look one amazing. Brilliant. Ziggy Ziggy and Zaggy. Zaggy. Yeah, absolutely. Unbelievable. That's Wonder Wolf. I like the name too. That's very cute. Wonder Wolf. Wonder Wolf. Check it out. I'll, I'll do something, <laughs> video or something. I don't know. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. You know that I try to work in Star Wars as often as I can into the really? podcast. Really? I hadn't yeah. noticed. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, today I had a good, good chance to look at a product that uh, was announced a couple of days ago by our good friends at Sphero. And this is, you know, how Sphero created their little BB-8 toy, you know, the spherical little droid. Well, what they've announced uh, at CES is a force band. Now, traditionally... Use the force, use the Stephen. Force. <laughs> I don't know who I was impersonating, <laughs> but I assume they have like a deep voice, do they? Yeah, they would. But uh, traditionally, you you use That's your phone. That's a very phone. diplomatic way of saying yeah. Trevor. Just don't <laughs> talk while I'm talking Star Wars. That's right. The, uh, instead of using your smartphone, which is the way you traditionally control Sphero, now you wear this, uh, this band on your wrist and you're actually mo- making movements with your arm, force-like movements with your arm to control Sphero. So if you want to do a force push, say you put your palm out and it will, t- it will send the, the, the drone, the drone, the Sphero out the other way, BB-8 that way, you can pull it in left and right. So it is going to feel like you've got the force. But how's this? This is uh, out soon, and it will only work with this BB-8 Sphero. It won't work with any other Sphero product, and very heavy licensing from Disney because there's a little uh, there's little symbols from the film on the band as well. So fans who have already got Sphero no doubt can buy this separately. If you do want to buy them as a package, you can do that as well. But wandering the halls in uh, in the North Hall, you know how the North Hall has the Eye Lounge, I think they yeah. used to call it, where it's all cases and everything. I did wander past one stand, was looking talking about... Uh, uh, some cases, and I happened to. No, I didn't steal it. I put it on my phone, and they couldn't, couldn't take it off. it off. So they said, "I'll oh, look, that's just keep it." That's best ever. That's a great. Tactic. I'm going to go to Sennheiser tomorrow. <laughs> put some heads- <laughs> headphones on and see if I can't, can't get them off. off. Yeah, I might get in a car and say, "Look, I'm stuck in the car. I'm going to drive it home." <laughs> go to BMW. Yeah, I know. I'll be going to Mercedes Benz before BMW. Yeah. But anyway, this guy, I noticed he had a little BB-8 on his desk there. I said, "What's that doing here?" He goes, "Oh, we've just uh, our it was a Chinese manufacturer, and he says, oh, our company's just developed a, a, an app for Apple Watch." to control Sphero. And I said, oh, mate, you're cutting their grass, Sphero's grass. So uh, they had to release a separate band. He goes, yeah, yeah, we know about that. But ours is, works with the Apple Watch. And he gave me a little demo. He goes, this app isn't even finished yet. And I've got to say, it worked really well. Straight off the Apple Watch, he had to sort of twist his wrist a few times to calibrate it. Then he was pushing it forward, pushing it back, just with the Apple Watch. So how good is that? It's competition, competition in the Sphero because the, the, space. the force band is still just a prototype. There's no yeah, final no. product. Yeah, it's know. you know, it's a long way off. Can I tell you when that'll be out? Pre-Christmas. It might take that long. Surely, I, I heard it's going to come out in uh, in in first half of the year. I thought that was going to come out. It'll be the big hit this Christmas. Yeah, just like BB-8 Sphero get it was. Them. Come on. Well, no. no. Well, the BB-8 was was. The timing of BB-8 was because of the movie. Yeah, I know, but they couldn't. But, they couldn't just say, "Oh, listen, we're just going to do what we want." And the movie was perfectly timed for all the merchandise to be yeah, ready for Christmas. Yeah, well, the movie will be out when it comes out on on Blu-ray. That's when they'll do it oh, in a few months. Again, good timing. You listen to two blokes <laughs> talking tech. Now, I love my Lego, and I noticed Lego on the exhibit list, and I thought, what the heck's going on there? It's not really technology. Don't, don't, don't put a hoverboard near it. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... Anyway, moving on, um, I found a thing called the, the We Do 2.0. Now, this is the second version, thus the 2.0. What it is is a uh, pack that you buy, and it's got uh, like 200-something-odd pieces of Lego in it, but one of the pieces is a control mechanism. And that control mechanism, the little motor and Bluetooth connection, allows you to then use an app to build and make toys that are robotic so your kids can have this little kit 
build whatever Lego creation they want, and it might be a little dragon that walks, it might be a, a frog that jumps, it could be anything. And basically, did, in the it, app, didn't Lego do that before? Yeah, or, this or is now the second it's version. The smart powered yeah, right. version two point okay, okay. And and the great thing about this is just on an iPad in an app, you can oh, wow. work out what you're doing, build what you're doing. You can follow instructions to build a, a whole range of different things. But I guess one other separate thing to that is there's a whole school curriculum thing around this. Wow. So schools could could have this. As uh, you know, they could have multiple sets for the classroom, and so they're actually going through a, a robotic learning process. Because you think about what it, what a great thing! We talk kids. about learn to code, we talk about programming and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, that's that's part of it, right? Because you, you build what they show you, and then you go, what else could that do? And you and you manipulate it. Well, I think it's very exciting. This is this is the sort of thing that could lead to sort of kids deciding they want to become engineers and, that's and designers right. and things like that. That's that's terrific. Just like well, you mentioned, the coding could kind of open up a door that you may not have considered. Because what a kid like I can see Jackson building whatever they you know. Need with on off the instructions and then yep. going right. So because the legs are there, it jumps this way. So what if I did it this way? And yeah. they and they they trial and error. So it's creative, it's fun, and it's educational at the same time. What more could you want? And it's bloody Lego. Check it out. I'll get it up on eftm.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. All right. Well, uh, there is a uh, there was another stand in the South Hall that was surprisingly busy, I have to say, and it was from a brand that was back in the day one of the kings of the show. Took a bit of a <laughs> took a bit of a, a dip, but has come back with a vengeance. I'm talking about Kodak. They they filed Chapter Eleven. My first year here. Well, <laughs> they are back, baby, and uh, they've released a product, the SP three sixty. 4K action camera. So here's a company who photography was their bread and butter. When film was king, so was Kodak. Kind of sort of took a tumble when the digital age came through, but now they seem to have had a bit of a resurgence with these new products. And they're, they're, this camera is 4K. It has it has all these uh, these capabilities of, of cameras that we've been talking about for the last couple of days. The, the 360 Fly, for example, started out as just uh, almost HD. Now it's going 4K. Here's Kodak first go out with a with a 360 camera to take your VR videos again, playing into the main themes of the show in 4K. Go yeah. Kodak. Oh, I thought. I look, I look at it and I go, it, it's that single lens approach. I don't know whether because 360 Fly keep talking about that being their point of difference. I thought they would have patented it, yeah. but anyway, they clearly haven't. Because well, this it look, look, apart from it being this, this is a box with a with a it's lens got, on it's got top. It's a dome on top. Yeah, That's yeah. the only difference. Um, uh, it's got a little screen on the side too. This is brilliant. And the other thing is, it was interesting. Um, I did a chat with Paul Murray last night, and he said to me, "Can we talk about Kodak doing an an eight millimeter?" And did you quickly Google it? Then yeah, I quickly Google it. <laughs> he sent me a link, and. Um, I, uh, I had a look, and they're releasing a uh, an eight millimeter film camera with yeah. an SD card for audio and a viewfinder digital. Really, so it's film a kind of retro back. thing. We got LPs coming back. Sony's got a record player. You got Kodak. This is the thing for me. The irony here is it's back to the Kodak future. filed for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy because they missed the digital boat. Right? They missed it. Yeah. And now here they are, innovating yeah. with digital with the with the innovative thing the, the number one thing of the show basically 360 absolutely. and virtual reality as well as using retro so an interesting little place for them absolutely to be. right yeah and i have to say the, their stand was absolutely packed with people all right um we'll, we'll steven will have the 4k camera from kodak up at uh techguide.com.au two blokes talking tech you're listening to two blokes talking tech with trevor long and Stephen fennick <laughs> Stephen doesn't know what i'm about to talk about but on the rundown oh, it just says, just says love handle now when i come to vegas i do eat <laughs> differently um 
And so the love handle is, a, is often a thing that is an output of a trip to Vegas. Yeah. Stephen, this iPhone 6 Plus yeah. is a big phone. And one of the things I have trouble with is you're holding it and, and, and it can slip out. Like, it's a big phone. You're, you're trying to do one thing. And because you're moving your hand, you grip, it slips out. If you have a trouble with your phone slipping out, I'm presenting to you the love handle. Okay, the love handle is a, it's 3M stuck on, it's a metal little device with a little bit of elastic and allows you to hold the it's phone, a little grip. You can it's grip a little it. grip, elastic oh, sticks over your finger, lovely. and so you can hold the phone without any trouble, right, and no, not going anywhere, yeah, all good. a little good. safety net little for your phone. A little safety net, they're, um, they're like seven. Oh, you've got one for me too, I've have got you? one for you, mate, I've got oh, one for you're you. you're a champion, mate. Um, you can put that on that cover you got and then you don't have to access <laughs> get on the phone like I had Absolutely. to. Absolutely. But they've got retail packaging really and cool. they're like seven bucks here, and mate, this may be jumping the gun with exclusives. But Seven dollars. Yeah. He told me that Officeworks had been talking to them. Really? I said, "Have you had any Aussies in the show come by?" He said, "Yeah, Officeworks very interested." So imagine this: seven bucks in the states, maybe ten bucks in Australia. This will sell a hotcakes. That is really cool. It's a simple and that, idea. And you know what? Because people will use that because with the biggest screen phones, like like the 6S Plus, like, mate, I like the big screen phone because I do a lot of stuff on it. Like, I, I can edit my website on this thing if I want. And so having this added added like level of protection it doesn't. For my it, phone's still sitting on the back there. It's not yeah. terrible. It's sure, sure, it's lifted off the ground. Mate, it's quite good. I mean, Jeff and buddy Robin Cole have been taking the mickey out of me for it. But I the think love handle. I don't think it's too bad. I think it is actually a good little security blanket for your phone. Absolutely. Um, so fit, anyway. I can fit two fingers in the back there. That's uh, Exactly. I could be... And you know what? It's handy too for... Because, uh, you know, a lot of people drop their phones taking selfies. So oh, wow. That's yeah. a great way for your selfie. Yeah, so you don't have screen. to... You do, you do a timer on the, on your phone and then just hold it out rather than having to pre- reach for the Bingo. button. There you go. Another use for the love handle. All right. That's the love handle. I'll get it up on EFTM.com.au shortly. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, this is our last show, I've just been told. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking the question. I wasn't telling you. I was asking you. Stephen's decided that he's not coming to the show tomorrow. I'm done, mate. I'm this done. This is it. Uh, it's, it's, uh, time to go shopping. Yeah, time to go shopping. <laughs> uh, well, I've introduced him to Love Handle, and that's it. You don't need... What more could you need hey, other mate, than the Love Handle? That's one of the products of the show right there. A bit of, bit of plastic. <laughs> Bit of plastic, bit of plastic with an elastic, elastic on it. Yep. Plastic, elastic, and 3M sticky. There you go. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is the fourth edition of Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 238, live from Las Vegas here at the Consumer Electronics Show. Uh, our fifth time here together, pumping out podcasts each and every every time we do it. Did we, we do fourth the podcast? Time, fourth this? time, actually. That was my fifth time here. Oh, your fifth. I thought you meant it was our fifth podcast of the show. No, no, I'm no, thinking, fifth. where was I for the fifth yeah. time? <laughs> 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 well, did, well, well, how many years doing the podcast? Here? Yeah, this is my fifth year. Were we doing the podcast? We just did them on the show floor before you got all fancy with your studio <laughs> here. We did them on the show floor. We did it raw, mate, on the floor of the show. Yeah, and the listeners say the quality outstanding this well, way. You could hear the atmosphere of the show. People you can still hear the atmosphere in the background. I, can, yeah. I don't want to break it to all you. All the lights have been But I can actually up, hear what you're right. saying now. That's right. Yeah, that helps. All right, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks to the good people at Netgear for their support. We will be back again next year for CES, yeah. but we might even come back next week for just two blokes talking tech. Absolutely. Normal at-home Sydney version. Yeah, that's right. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Stephen is on Twitter, at Stephen Fennick. I'm on Twitter, at Trevor Long. We'll talk to you again next week. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.